Hello, guys. Welcome back to Get Your Shit Together. I'm your host, Belen, and today I am joined by Mimi Bouchard. Mimi is the founder of Superhuman App, which is a guided meditation app. It is an app that I use every single day. I have been a fan of Mimi's for a very long time, and I was lucky enough to connect with her in person last year. So I was very happy to have her on the podcast and have a conversation with her about the power of visualization, manifestation, meditation, and just habits to improve ourselves and our well-being um, day to day. So I hope you guys enjoy this conversation and make sure to follow Mimi and also review and subscribe to the podcast because it helps me grow. It helps me have on amazing guests. And of course, follow um, Get Your Shit Together on Instagram. And with that, please meet Mimi. Mimi, thank you for joining Get Your Shit Together. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I cannot wait to chat with you. I missed you. <laughs> I know. So Mimi and I were just chatting off air and we met about a year ago. Yes. You, you were in Austin and we, I, I was thinking earlier, I was like, how do they find you? And I know I found you because of the meditations and then we just kind of connected and then you were in Austin and I was like, let's please get together. And then we got together and we had lunch for like five hours and it was just yes. like instant. Um, and I remember one of the things you said to me, you were like, is it weird hearing my voice in person? Cause you have the best voice on earth. It's so calm. And I was like, it's even better in person. I listen wow. to you in my ears every morning. So please tell us about yourself and who you are. And we'll get into all the amazing things that you, you have done and you're currently doing. Thank you so much. And um, yeah, wow. I, where do I start? Um, my name is Mimi and mm -hmm. I am a Canadian, but I live live in the Bahamas. I own the meditation app, Superhuman, and we offer very unconventional guided meditations for every moment of your day based off of visualization and self-image conditioning. And, uh, you know, we offer walking meditations, cooking meditations, every type of meditation you could think of, all with very energizing music and uh, motivational guidance. So that's what I do. And uh, a bit about me, you know, my life has, has really just fallen into place over the past few years, it feels everything was messy before then. And I'm sure it's going to, you know, have ups and downs from here on out. And it's, it's nothing close to perfect, but it's definitely um, a life that I'm proud that I created. And uh, in my earlier years, I struggled a lot with mental health, with disordered eating, with not feeling good about myself, with really just not being in a good place. And I discovered personal development when I was quite young, when I was 18, 19 years old, and I just became obsessed. It was really the thing that I was always looking for. I was starting to read these books before personal development became cool. Um, I started getting really just obsessed with the concept that you can actually create your life and that you actually might not be a victim. <laughs> and, uh, I, I just went all in and and I was in, at a very vulnerable place in my life at that time when I discovered this work and it really just set this set the tone for the rest of my life. I did a lot of deep work on myself and figured out why I, I was in a bad place before then and and I really shed the layers of who I was not and who I was not supposed to be. And I always say that this work 
really just brings me back to who I was as a child before I was, you know, ingrained with all of these beliefs that weren't necessarily true or thoughts and, and ways of being that weren't aligned with the true version of myself. And I feel like I've really peeled back those layers to a great extent um, up to this point. And my life has been pretty wild. I've created a really, you know, crazy life for myself. Mm. We can get into that. And when I, I, when I was 19, I first, I moved to London, England on a whim. Um, you know, I didn't have any money, but I was just, I had a weird gut feeling I had to move there. So I moved there and had all these crazy experiences when I was there. I did stuff on TV. I created my own TV show that got ultimately almost sold to E! in the U.S. And then that totally fell through um, my fingertips when one of the cast members that was essential dropped out. And I was like, I, I was on the brink of success many times when I was younger. And another thing was I was involved in this online education company that was you know, going to be so big and then something happened and it failed. Like I, I always had these crazy ups and downs in my career, especially. And, you know, I tried, you know, a, a variety of different uh, avenues and, and um, I'm naturally an entrepreneur. So I've literally tried it all. And, and a couple of years ago, finally, three years ago, I started to share these guided meditations that, that I was creating for myself because I couldn't find anything else out there that really fit and it really stuck. And I've just gone all in on that. And it's been explosive growth. And I'm just moved to the Bahamas a couple of years ago with my boyfriend and uh, life is good. So there's a lot to unpack, but I hope that gave a yes. well-rounded, uh, yeah. Explanation. No, there's so much to unload in there. And I, first of all, we're going to get into meditation and all of the things in meditation, but your superhuman app is the reason I meditate truly. And I'm not blowing smoke up your ass because I find it's so easy, so approachable, especially your walking meditations. It's taken me like a long time to do seated meditations. Like I started with the walking because it's so much easier. There's movement and obviously there's so much chatter in my brain. So like everyone, so with the walking, at least I'm like, okay, I'm still thinking about maybe I need to be doing this like in this afternoon, but like with your voice and the music, you know, you're, you're really transformed and it's like been a game changer for me, like your app and what you've built and all of it. But it's so fucking impressive what you've done. Cause you're so young. You're 25. I'm 26. I know 26. I, I am so, so crazy. young. I'm a baby, but I also like went through it all really young. And because of this work that I've discovered for transforming your life, I feel like I I've just put all of this work into the past five years, especially, and the growth that I've seen and the amount of stuff that has happened during that time has been crazy. So yeah, it's not normal. I, I know that, but, but yeah, I, I'm, I love how you're saying, how you're saying that. And, and this product was designed for someone like you, cause I'm like you, At yeah. first, I didn't want to sit down and meditate. Like I, it didn't feel like I'm, I'm not the kind of person that can do traditional meditation. Totally. And like, I've, I've built on it, right? Like now, now I can do like, I'll dabble with like a Joe Dispenza 20 minute yeah. meditation. And then like, I got, it's like my mood. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like there's days where I'm like, I don't want to fucking sit with my eyes closed nope. for 20. And it's definitely those days where I should be doing it, but I'm like, awesome. I can do a getting ready meditation. I can do a walking meditation, like my legs up meditation. Like it, it feels more current with like our times too, like the accessibility that you have on the app and 
it, it's so it's so great. But I want to I want to get a little bit into you living in London and the reality show, which I did not know when I first got introduced to you, which I find it so hard to believe that you had that life. <laughs> I know a lot of people don't realize like they, they are confused when I tell them that. And honestly, most of my audience now is in America. Like when right. I left the UK and the show was like six years ago, I left, you know, it was a really long time ago. And I, I did it for a year and a half, um, two years when I first moved to London to actually extend my visa to live in London. I never wanted to do it, but right. I, I took you advantage were hustling. of it. Yeah, yeah. I took advantage of it. Like they took advantage of me. The show's fake, you know, like they, <laughs> they tell you to be a certain way. And I just was put my hands up and I said, I'll do whatever you want if you're getting me a visa. So that was really the, uh, the intention with it. And at the time I had an online magazine that I built myself and I was trying to get the word out there for that. So yeah, you know, most of my audience now is, has totally shifted. You know, I'm, and my audience online, I'm gaining like five, 10,000 followers a month, but then I'm losing that amount too. Cause all my UK audience is like, Oh, well, you're not on the reality show anymore. I don't care about you anymore. So I'm just, I'm losing, but I'm happy with that. Cause it's not the right sure, audience, sure. but over the past five, six years, since I left, it's still cleansing, you know, so the audience is just changing, um, you know, without being able to see from the outside, but, but yeah, you know, it was a definitely a very interesting experience and mm-hmm. I don't regret it because it helped it was it helped me get to where I am today like it was a stepping stone and I learned a lot <laughs> I mainly don't regret it because I was very naive and young when I first started that show and I was you know totally impressionable young girl and it matured me very quickly because I started to realize that you know, people have agendas and I have to protect myself. And I was definitely taken advantage of a lot by the producers and I had to really start standing my ground. So it was a great learning lesson for me. And um, it ultimately brought me to where I had to be at that time. And, you know, I could start supporting myself through social media advertising. And and I ended up leaving um, when I met my boyfriend. Um, we've been together for five years. And um, yeah, I just didn't want to have a relationship on that show because that's a, a recipe for disaster. And to- it's toxic. Really, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, was, he was something I saw long term. And it obviously, you know, now looking back was so special and uh so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you, you kind of answered one of the questions I was going to ask you, which was like, because you built an audience and like you said, you, you know, you guys it was working for both of you, the show and you, you know, what you were doing, you were being very uh, strategic about it, honestly, at such a young age. Yeah. And so because you built that audience and like you said, now you have more of a U.S. demographic what has that been like? Like, have you found that people were like, oh, you've changed or you're this or, or you're not the same version? Like, talk to me about that. What has that been like? And like, is it, yeah, is no it one really, no one evolves is, yeah. the, is the reality. No, for sure. But no one, no, I'm going to be honest. Like no one in America really knew that I was on that show. Like when I left London, um, I kind of like people don't recognize me for that show uh, right. in 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 the U.S. and for everyone listening, it's the show is called Made in Chelsea. It's quite similar to like The Hills. It's kind of like okay. you know a show that follows around a social circle and whatever. Um, but no, no one really knows me as Mimi from Made in Chelsea in the U.S. Right. Really, it's it's rare they know me for for the health and wellness brand that I've built and 
you know, if I go back to the UK, of course, I have a lot of people that that still follow me from there that that say, oh, I followed you from the beginning. I've seen your, you know, because back then I I was very different as well. My transformation since even five years ago was crazy. Even though I started this personal development uh, kind of journey eight years ago, it was really uh, the past five years that have been the most dramatic. Right. And yeah, definitely people back then can remember me, but I also like, I look different. I act different. Totally. I, I think it's the name probably, but yeah, no, no one really talks about it anymore. And I was waiting for this moment for people to stop talking about it for years and five, six years later, it's finally that time. Um, so luckily in the U S people don't really, you know, put my, like, they don't think of me and think about the show. They think about me and think about superhuman, which is now so much bigger than what the show, you know, could have given me. Yeah. Well, good. Cause yeah. I, I was curious if people were like, Oh, wow. Like you, you're suddenly now so into wellness and you're this, you know, cause you know, people love yeah. to, to no, critique sure. and to judge and they like, you're evolving as a human being as we all should be, but so many people are stuck in a certain way or a certain pattern, you know? So yeah. I'm glad yeah. that there has been that shift for you or now it's just like what you've known for also, like you said, it's been like six years. So yeah, everyone has moved years. on. Six years and and the term of you know, but my whole career, like that's that's like that it was at the beginning of my life. I had just left university, you know, I, and I dropped out after a semester. So I was like, you know, I was a I was a spring chicken. Yeah. And um, yeah, no, it, I'm glad that it hasn't been more like that. I think it probably would have been if I stayed in the UK because right. it was like the same place. I think me moving away actually, because you know, I I didn't I I left the UK probably three four years ago. I was in the UK for a year or two after I left. Um, but I traveled around a lot. I actually lived in like many different places. I lived in France for a few months. I, you know, I just kind of like lived everywhere after my visa expired. And then it's um, so easy though, yeah. when you're in Europe, like it's so yeah. much more easy and manageable. And also when you're in your early twenties, like you obviously don't have like responsibilities and all those things. So what I want to know is like, so you left the show, you were with your boyfriend. What happened? What, like, triggered you and inspired you to start this app, this meditation app? Like, where were you in your journey? And you were like, I, were you lost? Were you sad? Were you like, you know, doing anything like volatile to yourself that you were like, I got to make a change? Yeah, that's a great question. So the journey to superhuman from the time I left the show, um, it, you know, I started to post more about health and wellness and I was really getting into, you know, the health and wellness and fitness and mindset work. And I started my podcast four years ago and uh, I started really just supporting myself through doing things like selling eBooks and online courses. And I was still doing personal development content back then. I had, you know, my morning routine course, my confidence course. Mm -hmm. um, and then I had, you know, my health and wellness eBooks. And it kind of just started with that. I was selling digital products and um, really trying to make ends meet, trying to get brand sp sponsorships and stuff for the podcast and um, all that jazz. So I really supported myself in that way. And then I had many uh, different um, business ideas on the side, like the TV show I was building after that. And, uh, and then the online education company after that, those two epic failures in my career. And then I decided to launch a subscription platform. Um, if I, when was that? That was like three years ago. I decided to, to launch a subscription platform for my audience that was more health and wellness related. And I had recipes, I had workouts and right at the bottom, I decided to put these, I called them guided meditations because I didn't really know what else to call them, but th there were these audio files that I 
was recording for myself because when I first started on this personal development journey, probably, you know, in my late teens, early twenties, I was always told that meditation was so important. Right. And, um, and I didn't enjoy doing it. I, I didn't feel like it aligned with me. And and just like we were talking about earlier, I, I, you know, felt it was difficult to close my eyes for 20 minutes and it was a hard, very hard habit to take on, but I saw the benefits of visualization and I saw the benefits of, you know, conditioning the mind, um, through all the books I was reading. And I wanted to figure out a way to do that myself, but I didn't like traditional meditation. So I started recording these like voice memos to myself on my, my phone, you know, 15, 20 minutes long. And just, you know, me talking to myself about my dream life, what I desire, how my future self feels, how she acts, who she is, what my life will be like in the future. Um, and I just started listening to these. So fast forward when I launched the subscription app to add some or subscription platform, because it was, you know, a cheap subscription platform that I, I set up online for one of these, uh, companies. And, uh, yeah, I, I just decided to add an extra little piece of value and put these meditations right at the bottom and they kicked off and they literally became the most popular thing on the, on the, uh, platform. And I decided, you know what, I've just made a little bit of money for the first time. And, uh, I was making like 20,000 or 30,000 a month with that subscription platform then. And it, it really blew up with the, uh, guided meditations and, I put all that money I'd made and hired a top marketing agency and decided, you know what, I want to make a new app, a new product, a custom app, and I want to call it something different. And I want to really hone in on this product market fit that I have found. This explosive growth is very unusual for a business. And I knew that right. I was starting to learn a lot about entrepreneurship and business and, um, you know, uh, tech companies, even I, I always wanted to be like a tech founder. It was always a huge kind of cool dream of mine. So I said, you know what, this is my chance. Let's go. And let's go all in on the next thing. I went all in. I spent six figures, all of my savings from this past uh, success with the OLED subscription platform, put it all into superhuman, took eight months to build, um, found a custom app developer and 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 launched in August 2021. And since then it's been like craziness. And I think diversifying the brand and, and global mobilizing it because I'm not the face of anymore, you know, I'm the voice of for sure. But the old subscription platform was called Mimi Method. You know, it was- I all remember. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. when I discovered you. Yeah. And uh, so I decided to, to make this something that could have the potential for skyrocketing growth because it had, it kept telling me, Mimi, you know, like the, the, the product totally. was like, I want to grow. <laughs> right. So I gave it that, that potential. And since then it's grown massively organically. We haven't really done any paid advertising yet. And we're actually launching the next version of the app with new developers at the end of this month. Um, you know, it's, we, we really wanted a team. We saw long-term the, the past team was a bit of a stepping stone and they weren't the highest quality team that we've ever worked with. So we wanted to, you know, step it up. And now we're using a team of California based developers and, uh, it's the best of the best. They're, they're the best of the best. And now we're launching that at the end of the month. And my, my motto is continue to be product first. We're customer product first company. Right. And we, you know, everything that, that I earn, I put back into the business. And I honestly, I think that's why the success has been so fast as well, because I am obsessed with the product as well. You know, I, I do everything in my power to make it as amazing as possible for the audience. And um, yeah, so it's just evolved like crazy. And now we have, you know, some really incredible um, testimonials and success stories from people using it consistently for, you know, months and, and a year now. And it's just, it's wild. So I can't wait to see what happens. And I really feel like this is going to become something a lot bigger than me. It's incredible. I mean, it's incredible. I've seen the growth and I've seen like, even, you know, like I said, I had 
Mimi method. And then when you launched Superhuman, I was like, oh shit, she just fucking leveled up. Like this is like, <laughs> this is level. Cause I remember your old app, like you said, you had workouts and you had little things and yeah. it was like, it was perfect for that like phase and era that you were in. And then Superhuman was like, we've got like some big yeah. like cojones here, people like this is the real deal. Yeah. But were you always into self-development? Like what, uh, what, what was, what point were you at in your life? Was it in London that you were like, I got to make a switch or was it always kind of deep down inside of you? Like, because it, obviously this wasn't something that happened overnight for you. Like this must've been something that like you were almost craving and desiring to like do the self like transformation and the, and the work and committing to yourself. So like what, tell me about that time. And like, when you realized like self-development was actually like your passion. Yeah. I, I honestly wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't have to go through the struggle. I'm just lucky I did it really early on in my life, but it was, it was incredibly impactful. And, and I can't not do the work now because if I go back to the old self way of thinking, I'm fucked. I don't know if I can right. start here, but like, seriously? I curse all the time. Okay. Well, I, I, the old self Mimi was so far from who I want to be. And if I don't regularly maintain the who, the who I want to be mentality, my future self mentality, it, it really messes up my life. And I call it the bounce back rate. You know, it's, it's not about being perfect. It's just about how quickly you can bounce back into being the person you want to be. Mm-hmm. Right now, my bounce back rate is really fast because I've been practicing this for years, but I've, I've also mastered the ease of doing this work. And I think that's why the longer I do it, the faster I transform, like the past year of my life, I've seen more growth in the past five combined. Right. And, and I'm really good at, I want to use the word manifesting, but a lot of my work is it's all science backed. It's, it's not the spiritual approach to manifestation. It's like you literally, when you condition your mind and everyday activities, you change how you think and feel and you change your self-image. And when you change your self-image, you change your life. You change how you show up. You change who you are and you create who you are. The life you create, it's fully dependent on who you are being as a person. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, when, when I started becoming obsessed with self-development, it's, it's because I started seeing the results internally. You know, it was a battle for years of falling down, falling off track, coming back up. It was this like dance with me and personal development with me and being my best self. It was like two months off. I was not being who I wanted to be. I started drinking again. I started partying. I started, you know, having my disordered eating thoughts come back. And then I would be a month on doing my morning routine, listening to my audio files that I'd record my little visualizations. And then I would, you know, create an amazing month for myself. And then maybe I'd fall off track and then I get peer pressured to go out and drinking was always a catalyst for me. Um, you know, getting really drunk and partying was kind of that era when I first moved to London and before that as well. And I just, I love a good glass of wine here and there, you know, I'm definitely percent sober, but I going out and partying and doing drugs was something that really held me back in life. And I was so young and it was something that I really helped begin my journey. And I, it wasn't linear. I always say this, like the, the journey to where I am today was so up and down the past year or two, it's been a bit more linear because I've really got my foot in the door and I understand myself more. And I understand what actually helps me get there. And I've created this ease with the process. I'm very 
intuitive. Like I don't even do a strict morning routine anymore. I used to, I sold right. eBooks and courses on it years right. ago, but I don't do that anymore. I'm so intuitive and I'm, I'm really in this flow. So I think that creates more longevity, but you know, it's been so many ups and downs. And, um, the, the way that I found out that I fell in love with this work is because it, it quite literally changed my life. Yeah. No, it did. And I, and I want to get into like your transformation and also like the, I want to talk about like body image yeah. and like your weight loss journey, but to like interject with what you were saying, I totally like, I, I agree with everything that you're saying because like, even now, like I can bounce back much quicker. Cause like, obviously we're human beings. Like I have days where I'm like, there's negative self-talk. There's like, I sabotage myself. I'm like, suddenly I don't know who I am. And I'm like, I can bounce back and I'm like, okay, what's triggering you? What's bothering you? What haven't I done? And it's funny because I, I was really, really rigid with my morning routine too. And now I'm like, you know, like a perfect example is this, this week we, I was in New York for five days. I got back and then I was in Mexico city because my husband had surgery. So like basically my like routine was like really fucking off. And so we got home on Monday night and I'm just like, I'm so tired in the morning. Like I'm just like dragging. And like, I feel like even a year ago, I would have been like, you need to work out. You need to do this. You need, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to walk. I'm going to do my meditation. I did the golden man, the golden energy manifestation. One of the most popular on the app. It's It's so so good. good. I did I that like, one this morning too. I like get like <laughs> emotional sometimes when yeah. I do it. Like I wake up, I wake up, I open my eyes and I'm like, oh, that was really good. But you know, you're, I'm more gentle with myself because I'm more in tune with myself, like with like everything, even with like eating, like just like being more intuitive. Like I was always like, I need to be vegan. I need to be this. It's like, no, I just like need to be in tune with my body. And maybe it comes with age or like, you know, committing to wanting to feel good. And as you know, Joe Dispenza always says, change your energy, change your life. And I always try to like reference back to that. Like I can choose how to react to a certain situation. And obviously like there are times where I'm like, what just happened to me? Why am I so unraveled by this? You know? So, you know, I commend you for like dedicating and being so like, you know, putting yourself first all these years. And like, now you're in a, place where, like you said, you can bounce back so much quicker, but it didn't come overnight. And I think, unfortunately, with the time that we're in, people want shit like this. They want instant gratification. They're like, I did your meditation. I'm not calm. I'm not this. It's like, you need to commit. You need to be doing this work every day. You need to be showing up for yourself. Just how you brush your teeth every single day. You need to be doing this for your mind and your soul. Totally. But I will combat that with the fact that the reason I, I like our meditation so much is that you feel an instant shift right after a hundred percent. Like, yes, being consistent. Cause you, the long-term, like the big goals that you have, like making more money, getting healthy, being in your best body, creating the best relationship of your life. That's not instant. But I think the fact that our meditations are like gamified in a way, like you feel instantly better after you do them. I think that's why so many people like us that don't like traditional meditation as much can stick to it. Cause it's just like, you also don't need to change a behavior to do these meditations. I'm not asking you to sit down for 20 minutes. You just have to change what you're listening to. So I think that's the biggest thing too, you know, 100%. And, and more so I meant like that 
you're not going to feel as amazing as you do after listening to one of your meditations every single day. You have to listen to it every single day. And you have to like be, like you said, like changing the narrative, because if you think, if you listen to a nine minute meditation, you're good for the rest of your life. Yeah. That's not how no, you're so right. Yeah. You need to have you know? like, it's like bathing. It's like showering. You need uh, to do it like every day. You're going to stay do it. Totally. <laughs> you got to do it every single day. And th- the more consistent I am, I realize when I don't do it, I'm more on edge. And like you with building this app, because it's, it's not, I don't know if the word traditional is, is the right word to use, but like, like you said, you have cooking, you have cleaning, you're doing your makeup. Like I don't know any, many other apps that have this. It's very like sit down and like get into this trance. And again, it works for so many people, but for people who are on the go and more like wound up like myself, it's, it's such an easy, accessible, um, like app that you have created. And also you don't feel like, I don't know if this ever happened to you in the past when you've meditated, like, and you're like, I did it wrong. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And you're like, this is not a good one today. And you just like, didn't do it. Yes. And then you like, then you're like, I'm not good at it. I shouldn't, why am I doing this? And I feel like with these, there's so many different options. And every time I log in, I'm like, whoa, she has even more like options. We upload every day. It's the best. My favorite, my favorite are though, the walking, because I, I take Fiona out every day and I like, just put it on and I like walk all around because it's just, I'm not on my phone. I'm not distracted. I'm like really like immersed in like your voice and the music. I need Um, to record more today. More while I have two, I've written two that I have to record later. They're the best. My walking is the best. So keep, Which one's keep, your the walking, favorite? keep the walking coming. I'll pull it up because I have it favored. Um, it's one that has like upbeat music. Cause that, like, I like, I feel like, especially if I'm feeling like down in that morning, I like to have like a little bit of like the pop. Like, totally. Yeah. <laughs> pop yeah. in my step. Um, step. Tell me about your transformation because I know this is something that, you know, you've mentioned before that it was kind of over the past, like year, year and a half, two years. And like, it's literally, I see it in your face. Yeah. The weight loss. Um, I've always had, well, when I, I'll kind of bring it back to when I was younger, when I was very young, I definitely was not in a good place with my body and with food. I had very disordered thoughts around food and body and it really took over my life for a really long time. And this was one of the biggest things that I've healed with my transformation with these meditations and I had bad binge eating disorder and then also I'd restrict and when I was really young I was bulimic it was just not a good mix and Mm -hmm. I struggled with it for a really long time and then about three four years ago I kind of swung the other way um when I kind of and then I, I didn't I just I didn't really realize I was doing it but looking back I definitely was um you know a bit too intense and obsessed with being small and I thought to myself it was healthy because I wasn't counting calories or anything, right. but I, I was still thinking about food all the time and I got, you know, very fit. Um, but I was thinking about it still too much. And then about three, two, three years ago, um, two years ago, probably I, I just decided, and, and I, maybe it was the accumulation of all the work I was doing on myself and, you know, just doing the work I do, you naturally just want to get better and better and more at peace with yourself. And I just, I suddenly just explored with simply being intuitive mm-hmm. and listening to my body and connecting with it and being totally happy where I am and being okay with my body because 
I felt that I still wasn't healed. I, I had definitely healed a lot of my relationship with food up to that point. I wasn't going through the binge and purge cycle like I used to, but I still wasn't, it still wasn't hundred percent healthy. So I decided to simply listen to my body and start intuitive eating. And the craziest thing happened. I didn't gain loads of weight. You know, you'd think you have a fear back then. If you've had eating issues, you'll know this. Like you, you're worried that if you just allow your body to choose what you eat and you intuitive eat, then you're going to like gain loads of weight and your body's just going to go crazy and you're going to eat everything. It's like, it doesn't really happen that way. When you're really being intuitive, your body is so in tune with your mind and it tells you, Hey, I'm actually, I'm, I'm full. I'm, you don't have to keep eating. I'm full or, Hey, it's a weird time of day, but I'm really hungry. My, you know, my cycle is starting in a few days and, you know, randomly being hungry throughout that time is totally normal. So just being really in tune. So that it was, a, it was a beautiful journey of discovering myself all over again around two years ago. And I just listened to my body and I started eating whatever the hell I wanted, but in a very intuitive way. And I realized what the way the energy that I was in while I was eating was also really important. I used to think I was gluten intolerant. I used to think I was dairy intolerant. I eat gluten and dairy every single day now. I am not gluten or dairy intolerant. I was just eating it while being in an energy of guilt, shame, and and worry that I was getting really bloated or getting pimply or having weird reactions because of yeah. my energy. And it's unbelievable. Yes, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's unbelievable the 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 narrative that we tell ourselves. And like, you know, the like what we create, because I totally agree with you. Like I, I personally never suffered from like bulimia or like any sort of like binge eating, but I, you know, like I've told myself too, like, no, I shouldn't be eating this. I should be eating this way. And it's like, so much of it is like this, this narrative that we're telling ourselves and like how we have to reprogram our mind because it's, and by the way, it's not just with food, it's with everything else. Right. So you can be like, Oh, I'm not, well, why would I get the job? I'm not good enough on this. And it's like, self-sabotage. And and like I was saying earlier, I still, there are days where I do the self-sabotage where, you know, maybe like I have a release and it didn't go as well as I wanted. I was like, of course it didn't go as well. Why would anyone want to buy anything I create? And it's like this narrative that I started telling myself. And I think that's something that so many people right now are struggling with. Yeah. And I love for you to share, you know, one, your thoughts on, you know, the self-sabotage and switching the narrative, because as I've heard you say many times, we are are hundred percent responsible for our life and like the life that we want to create. So if somebody is listening to this and they're, they're in this, this space of self-sabotage and the narrative that they've been telling themselves, what, what advice could you give them or tips or just, you know, like anything that that could guide them to get out of that negative space that they're in? That's a great question. And listen, we all struggle with it. Self-sabotage sometimes I'll even struggle with it on Instagram, being on social media too much. And then my brain hurts and I feel numb. So I literally just turn off my phone and throw it away. Um, that That's something that I've been trying to work on is screen time because I, I feel like I often self-sabotage and procrastinate. And, um, totally. you know, that's something that's bad for me. Um, but yeah, you know, I think the biggest thing is, yes, you are a hundred percent responsible for your life. I believe that that was the first principle I learned in one of the first personal development books that I read back when I was 19, 18. And, um, 
I live by it and I know that I'm responsible for my life. And, and I know that I'm also responsible for the parts of my life that I still want to improve. But the fact of the matter is we can't control everything. I, I believe we can control the big picture outcome, but the little things like, you know, a launch not going as well, or someone on, you know, my team that I have to fire or like something, you know, it, you can't control the little things as much, but it's more the big picture, I believe. And, and at the end of the day, you just have to have faith that, mm -hmm everything is going to happen exactly as it should. And this is one of the things that I actually say in a lot of the meditations, you're exactly where you need to be. You know, everything is falling into place. Keep going. Because when you get into that energy of trust, of faith, of knowing uh, that feeling, it's not even a knowing it's like right now with me, like everyone listening to the podcast, like close your eyes for a second and just feel in your body that you are exactly where you need to be. You're exactly where you need to be to create the life of your dreams. You're exactly where you need to be and you're on the right path. Nothing is wrong. You're exactly where you need to be. Feel that peace and that groundedness take over your body and just focus on the physical body sensation. Don't think about the thoughts. Simply focus on the physical sensation in your body and that is what you're after. When you're self-sabotaging, when you're thinking negative thoughts and, and not feeling worthy, that's the feeling you need to focus on because when, when you embody that energy, then that's what you're going to get. And you start thinking more clearly and you start believing that everything's happening exactly as it should. You know, yeah. every no or every rejection or every failure or every, you know, whatever it is, is actually leading you in the right direction. And it's it's making you think in a way that you need to start thinking. And that's what I really believe. And that's what's helped me in my life. And that's what's helped me after my epic failures of, you know, a few different businesses before this. That's what's helped me continue going and not give up. Um, you know, it's you if you keep going, it's going to happen, but you just need to get clear on, on who it is that you want to become that has those things. So yeah. my theory is that you must first become the kind of person that has what you want before you get there. Because when you do that, everything changes. That's manifestation on crack. When you literally become the kind of person that has what you want. Because then you start naturally doing those things. Then you start naturally making those decisions, having those thoughts and beliefs and taking that action. And then it's effortless. Once you change your self-image, then it is effortless. I don't mind waking up and, you know, doing my routines and doing the things I do and working incredibly hard on my business. It's easy for me because mm -hmm. it's just who I am, you know? I completely agree. And you know, for someone who's listening and they're like, how, how do I become that version of myself? Like, like you're saying, like you, you start embodying it. And I think for a lot of people, that's very intimidating. You know, would you say like for somebody who's starting out, like journaling is a good place to start and start yeah. like writing out like what they want for their day or like small little things, you know? And I, and I love the tip about like, you know, what you just did of us closing our eyes and the, I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. And I shared with you last year, like us moving to Austin was very difficult for me. And I remember listening to your meditations of like, this is exactly, and I'm telling myself, like, I'm not a, it sounds dramatic, but not like I'm a victim in this move, but like, you know, like I would have days where I'm like, 
why the fuck am I like, what am I doing here? Like, I have no purpose here. Like I'm struggling in this. And like, as I started to have more of the dialogue with myself, I'm like, there's so much goodness in being here and freedom and, and all this work I've done on myself for the past year and a half, Mimi, I would have never done this in LA. Never. Because I had a million things distracting me and a million excuses. And like, I've always wanted to like start meditating and do all these things. I never did until we moved because I was faced with like, okay, you are in this not great place right now. So what am I, what do I, what am I going to cling to next for an excuse? You know? So for me, it was discovering, you know, you, the app and also like journaling and like start telling the narrative that I wanted to tell myself instead of the, you're missing out on this. You're not good enough for this. You're too old. You're too this. Like it's so, it can be so intoxicating and paralyzing. Mm, this move was really good for you. <laughs> yeah. We, because I, like I said, I mean, I'm telling you right now, I wouldn't be doing this shit. <laughs> like no. I, I, I would dabble. This move was essential. You know, you could always go back, but you need to slow down sometimes coming from yeah. someone that lived in a city her whole life, moving to the Bahamas on a random Island two years ago best fucking thing that ever happened to me. I am focused on me and this business. And, and, but yeah, to answer your question, journaling is great because it gives you clarity. Mm -hmm. And when you get clarity on who you want to be on what you want to have, that's the first step to creating that life. So there's a two-step process I talk about clarity and becoming, you need to first get clear on what it is, and then you have to become the version of you that has it, right? And those are very simple ways of, of, of explaining this work. And it's not intimidating. It really, you know, don't don't even tell yourself it is. If you feel like it is, tell yourself otherwise, because right. that is how powerful your thoughts are. And all you need to do is get, get clear on what you want. And, you know, whenever you remember... And ideally, that's why I created Superhuman because it helps you tap into it in everyday moments. And there is scientific proof that embodying that energy while doing everyday activities, it conditions your mind to to be a certain way, just like Pavlov's dog theory. You know, Pavlov rings the bell and the dog salivates. Mm -hmm. If you are doing a walking meditation every morning when you're walking the dog, soon enough, you don't even need the meditation to feel confident, abundant, free, unlimited. Right. You know, so, so going back to the point though, you, you know, it's not hard to embody your future self energy. You just need to know what that energy is, how it feels in your body. And it's not hard. It's actually really easy. Like right now, if I'm reminding myself of my future self energy, I can just feel it in my body. It's like a frequency and I just turn it on and it's not hard. It's like, I just did it and right. I'm still doing it while I'm talking. It's really easy. And, and we have to stop believing that this work is hard. Because it's not, I used to think it was so hard. And that's why I struggled for years. When right. I changed the narrative in my mind, it's really not hard. It's pretty easy, actually. That's when everything started changing because that's right. the truth. Yeah. I think, you know, and, I, and I'm talking for me from like past experience too. Like, I think we tell ourselves it's difficult because we don't want to potentially adapt to change or like, I can't remember if I read this or it was a podcast, but it's so much easier to stay complacent and to stay uncomfortable than it is to adapt or change to a new routine, a new habit, something that's, you know, invigorating you and helping you, whether it's physically or mentally and and people rather suffer 
and be in the routine mundane than like implement something that's going to change their life. Yeah, literally. No, for sure. We're addicted to being the old self because it's all we've ever known. Yeah, we need to we need to feel the pain of not being who we're meant to be to make that decision. You know, imagine getting to the end of your life and coming face to face with the version of you that you could have been. That's my biggest fear. And that's Uh, what brings, yeah, that's what keeps me up at night. Totally. I want to live a big life. We have one chance on this freaking planet. You know, I, I don't know if we reincarnate. I hope we do. I have no idea. All I know is that I have this one life um, in this lifetime and I want to make it as incredible as possible. And I want to help the most people I can. And I want to create the most abundant, beautiful life for myself and that's my motivation. And listen, I'm not perfect every day. You know, like I say all of this and I remind myself of, of what I actually think, but we are so, you know, I think the distraction that we have in this era is so damaging because we forget what we want to remember. And the only reason so many of us don't do those things is because we kind of forget that that's our big goal. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, I- we need to get clear. I totally yeah. agree. And it's the phones are so distracting. So we're constantly seeking the phone so that we're just whatever thoughts are going on in our mind. We're like, oh, let me just spend five hours on TikTok. Let me just do this. Let me like anything to not have a dialogue with yourself, really, you know, and I did it for years. I avoided having conversations. And just last year, I was like, I need to get in therapy. I need to start doing this. Like I need to put boundaries. I need to be selfish for so long. I thought that was so wrong for me to be putting myself first and everything else and everyone else and task and bullshit. And then what I've been, the self-discovery has just been, those have been distractions and excuses to not do the work because it's uncomfortable, but it's, that's where there's the breakthroughs. Oh gosh. And, but it's, it's only uncomfortable at the beginning. That's what I've noticed. And I need to keep reminding myself of that. It's really just snapping out of it. That's hard. And it's like, they say, you know, the hardest part about going to the gym is putting your running shoes on. Right. Totally. And I actually created a two minute pep talk. We have like a whole category on the app called pep talks. And there's one like stop mindless scrolling on social media. And I literally always listen to it when I'm feeling numb. And I'm like, cause you know, I have a weird relationship with social media it's my work I need to be on there I need to see what's I mean going on. of course yeah you know I need to see what people are saying about superhuman I want to main, see what our agency is doing on our superhuman page I need to be on top of things of and you know when I feel like I'm getting into that hole I put that on you know it, it gets me out of it so yeah there are little things we can do little reminders to tune in but ultimately it's this work is the, the cost of not doing this work is so much greater than, than the cost of actually doing it. You know, it totally, it, it's like an investment into your future and it's not hard to do. It's like a no brainer. Yeah. Tell me, talk to me about your morning and evening routine. Yeah. So as I mentioned, you know, it used to be very rigid and I used to have, I used to not think I would have a good day unless I had this very perfect morning routine. And I still do a morning routine every morning, but it's always kind of different because I'm so deeply intuitive with myself now that, you know, it's interesting. I'm, I'm noticing now how I am in every phase of my cycle. I've never really done cycle syncing, you know, yeah, I've never, didn't really ever do that. But recently over the past few months, I've noticed, oh, I'm in my follicular phase. I'm in my ovulatory phase. I'm, I'm in my uh, luteal phase. And, you know, I 
notice what I need in those moments. So my morning routine when I'm, let's say in my luteal phase or my menstrual phase might be like sleeping in a little bit. You know, usually I wake up, um, I used to wake up at 5am. I now I'm like 7am, even some morning 730. If I'm like, yeah. you know, need to sleep a bit, like I'm okay with that. You know, I make the rules. I'm the business owner and that's my bet. I don't need to hurt. Like I'm, I'm working a lot during the day. So I'm, I'm yeah. a bit softer with myself now. And, um, and then I really try not to scroll on my phone though in the morning, you know, if I have to check something quickly, maybe um, I will, it depends, but I really try not to scroll or even check emails right when I wake up. I, I like to go outside on our balcony and just like breathe in fresh air for a minute. I mean, I would go on your balcony every morning too. Your view is insane. <laughs> It's pretty great. Yeah, it's pretty great. And um, I'll drink a lot of water. Um, I do actually do tongue scraping every morning. That's like a random thing that I never not do. I can't do it, dude. I can't. Why? I, I gag so hardcore. And you're going too deep. Uh, I'll give do it another it try. I'm, you get addicted to it because the gunk that comes off of that. I know. I know like I've heard nasty. it. I've seen it. You've All seen right. it. It's, I don't want that on my tongue. Yeah. Yeah. So I wake up and before drinking water, I just tongue scrape quickly, rinse my mouth. And then I drink my, I have like a big thing of like 32 ounces of water. Um, oh yeah. Nice. This one's like, I'm obsessed with this bottle. It's simply modern. And this is 28 ounces. It's like such a sexy little. It's, it's very chic. Yeah. I wonder how yeah. much this one is. Oh, this is 32 also. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, I drink one of these and um, go outside. I've I also, as I've been thinking about my hormones and cycle more, I actually don't have coffee until I eat something now. So some mornings, well, most mornings I'll have like a greens drink with some lemon juice and some water. And then when I'm ready for food and I'm not even intermittent fasting anymore, I used to be obsessed with that. I'm just listening to my body lately. I've been you and I are the same person, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. You you used to intermittent fast now you don't. Oh yeah yeah no I I quit coffee in July I haven't had coffee in since July I just have matcha now. Wow my cortisol on and off of coffee yeah I, and I don't it's not that I don't think I'll ever not have coffee like I feel like maybe if like we like are go to Italy and like I want like a cappuccino or something I'll have it but like here I'm like I don't crave it like. I probably, I don't even have matcha every day. Like just the damage it was doing to my stomach and just like my cortisol. I was like, yeah. I'm doing this out of habit and I'm not even enjoying it. It's giving me this. It's I'm like this all day. My anxiety is already insane and my cortisol is already insane. So I'm just like giving it a boost with the coffee. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I know. I feel you. I, yeah. I really do. Um, Okay, I'm gonna tell you a few supplements that I use for anxiety as well. By the way, we all tell you after the show, but um, I use these like um, Zen supplements, um, and then I also have been I found this like homeopathy tincture thing that I, I'll show you after, and it's been really good. Um, but I'll okay. I'll show you off air. But anyway, so uh, yeah, the morning routine. I yeah, I I I don't really care, but I drink like the smallest amount of coffee, but I'll have it with food. Like this morning, I had. Um, oatmeal. Um, I love purely Elizabeth, the brand mm, I have yeah, their yeah. little, you know, pre-made. Um, and I love Elizabeth, the founder. She's so sweet. So, um, and she does my meditations too, which is nice. Um, so yeah, I had, I had her oatmeal, one of the cinnamon oatmeal packs with, 
a banana and almond butter for breakfast. And then I had just like a little bit of coffee on the side. And um, yeah, and then I just, I, I my new morning routine has been, uh, even though I don't want to have technology in the morning, um, lately I've been on my iPad looking at properties in London because I'm buying a place there. Um, so exciting. Next year. Yeah, I'm really pumped. And uh, yeah, and then I'll I'll journal most mornings as well. I'll put pen to paper and just plan out my day and get out what's on my mind. And then when I'm getting ready, I've been loving the getting ready meditations. Like I haven't done a seated meditation in a really long time, actually, really? which is kind of unlike me. Cause like, I actually love a good seated meditation, but this morning I listened to the golden energy manifestation while getting ready. I, I have all the categories laid out on the app, but that's technically a seated meditation, but you can kind of do them whenever. So yeah. I listened to that when I was getting ready um, and because I had a pretty busy day today, but I keep telling myself, oh, I really want to do a seated meditation Wait soon, but I'm just, I've been really busy. But tonight I'm actually going to do a sleep meditation that's like eight hours long and I'm testing it because it's not on the app yet. We're, we're launching a sleep category um, at the end of the month with like eight, eight hour meditations that you listen to that program your conscious mind while you sleep. And um, amazing. Yeah. My audio engineer, uh, Jesse, he's amazing. I told him my concept. We got the music developed by one of our other audio engineers. It has like frequencies to it for like for sleep. And then um, I asked Jesse, I recorded all these affirmations, these I am affirmations that, you know, are can go into your subconscious while you're sleeping. And he sent me this like long Slack message being like, okay, I figured out exactly how we're going to do this. I did all this research yesterday. I spent my whole day looking at REM cycles and I'm going to put affirmations two to five minutes apart when the user is in the REM cycle. And then after it's going to be 20 minutes apart. And he like, is this like scientist apparently. So. Amazing. I <laughs> so definitely need that. I can't wait. I've been sleeping like shit. So oh. I'm excited to, to have that category because your girl really needs we're, some help we're gonna sleeping. we're gonna get that for you yeah please we're gonna get please. That for you um yeah I I really relate and resonate with everything you're saying about the morning I feel like it's just you know there it's phases that you go through and it was like the, it was almost like a burnout right like you felt like almost like okay I'm gonna um intermittent fast but I'm gonna have coffee and then my stomach's gonna burn and it's like this like it was burnout yeah, Literally. my stomach would go nuts if I would have mm -hmm. coffee without anything. Like, yeah. I would literally have the biggest pain in my stomach. All day. It was terrible. Yeah, yeah, really bad. All day. And All for day. our hormones, you know. And the truth is, there are so many multimillionaire, happy relation, in a happy relationship, healthy body, you know, all these people that live a, quote, optimal life that don't intermittent fast, that eat totally. breakfast early that sleep till seven 30. Like that's what I realized because back then I used to be so strict. I was very obsessed with being perfect. Yeah. And I think that was a setback And the past year, especially I've, I've taken a step back of being so obsessed with perfection and it has created even more manifestations in my life. So being in that flow, I've noticed it's just like exactly what I need to do. I love that. I love that. What are three tips you could three or two, two or three tips you could give somebody who's like, I really want to start meditating, but I don't know how. And they might think that they don't like first and foremost, there's no wrong way to do meditation. I think people really need to know that, but what are like three tips for meditation or even like just like daily tips that people can do to transform their life. That's like easy and like digestible. That's a great question. So first 
to talk about, you know, the person that has never meditated or has tried meditation and doesn't really like it. And they're kind of like us. I would just try the two week free trial on superhuman. Like you don't even need, we have a money back guarantee if you forget to unsubscribe, but like, just try it and see if it's for you. We have hundreds and hundreds of meditations for absolutely any activity, moment, any need, like literally before going to a big meeting, before going on on a date, you know, if you're on a flight, you know, whatever it is. You really, they, she really does have every app. I, I do the, the, the plain ones all the time, by the oh, way. Oh, they're good. Yeah. yeah. Ben, my boyfriend, he has serious flight anxiety with turbulence. It's really funny. It's cute. <laughs> and, uh, he's obsessed with the turbulence one. Um, so yeah, no, you know, just try it. Listen, don't even tell yourself it's a big deal. Just listen to it while mm -hmm. you're doing these everyday activities. Yeah. It's like no big deal. Just listen to it while you're just living your life while you're walking, you know, while you're getting ready in the morning, just listen to it. No biggie and see how it works for you. Because this plat platform is the, the way to, to get into this work and actually just see the benefits of it in your life. You know, a lot of our content, we have calming content, whatever, but most of it's motivational, energizing, become your future self, like get into your ultimate life totally. kind of vibe. Um, so I would say try that. And then three tips though, to just optimize your life in general, I would say is first audit. I'm just saying this off the top of my head, but first yeah. one audit who you're hanging out with. You are totally. an average of the five people that you surround yourself with most audit your circle, audit who you see and who you interact with every day. When I first started this journey, there was no one in my life that I was near that I actually resonated with. I, I was a loner for a whole year trying to make new friends because I valued my energy so much that I decided to be alone. And that was the most transformative year, the beginning of my transformation. So that number two, um, journal and write and get clear on what you want to do, who you want to be, what you want to achieve. Just do a life audit and and decide. And then number three is create a habit to start embodying the actual physical sensation, the physical energy. I, I say visualize with your body, um, you know, the, the energy of what that feels like. What does it feel like to be wealthy? And a right. really good example of how to do this. It's like, imagine if I handed you a million dollar check right now. If we're talking about wealth, imagine if I handed you this million dollar check or you just got a new job and it pays you 800K a year or whatever. And there is this like transition period between those things happening and you actually having the money in the bank. And if you don't have money, like someone listening, if, if you want to create more wealth in your life, get into the energy of knowing it's yours without mm -hmm. actually being able to touch it yet. Because obviously you don't want to spend money you don't have, but you know, th think about the energy of you being in a place where you have a million dollar check and it probably takes the bank five to seven or 10 working days to actually cash it and have it in your account, but you know, it's yours. How does that feel in your body? It's like, wow, I have a million dollars, but I just can't access it yet. It's no big deal. It's mine, you know, and have that same feeling with everything, you know, with the career of your dreams, with the relationship of your dreams. It's like, it's on its way. I know I have faith. I know it's coming and expect it. That's yeah. the biggest thing. When you start expecting it to happen, it freaking happens. It does, you can't tell the universe when you want it to happen. It's not up to you, but it will happen the more you're in that energy. I totally agree. And I, 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 I struggled a lot with that when I was younger, um, with like mentally telling myself, like you already have it, like, but I couldn't physically see it maybe. And I think it's so true. Like you just, it's yours. It's, 
it's on the way you you don't worry about how it's getting to you like like you said visualize and also the sensation that you would feel whether it's money or a house or a wedding or a puppy like whatever it is and i think those tips are really fucking amazing and you're amazing and i always ask my guests to them what does it mean to have your shit together <laughs> so i'd love oh. for for you to tell us what what does that mean to you and it could be anything Having your shit together is having innate faith that what you want is happening. I think that's that's the thing that's coming to mind. Having my, I, I feel like I have my shit together when I'm trusting the process and I'm mm-hmm. being who I want to be. That because everything falls into place, and I don't need to have a crazy morning routine or a crazy schedule where that on paper shows that I have my shit together. I just have to be being that person. And I can do whatever I, it, nothing can stop me. It's, it's simply my energy. So it's that. Uh, it's the best answer that I've gotten to date, by the way, because it's oh. so true. I'm obsessed with you. Where can everyone find you? Please pimp yourself out. Tell us all the details. Thank you. Well, you guys can find me on Instagram. Um, I'm there, Mimi Bouchard, just my name. And then you guys can go uh, check out my podcast too. It's just called Mimi. And we're going to do a podcast together, Belin and I, um, in February probably, right? And uh, you'll come on the show. And then, yeah, just Instagram. And uh, you can check out Superhuman as well. Our website is just superhuman.app. So not .com, but .app. Um, cause we are an app and you can just learn a lot about the product there and the, the app there. And you can even sign up there and see a free meditation. And, uh, yeah, our Instagram is superhuman app and go check it out. You it's, do a 14 day free trial money back guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> You're amazing. The app's amazing. And I can't wait to record with you in February and hopefully I'll see you also in February. You will. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for coming on. <laughs>